good morning, afternoon, or evening. You may delete as appropriate. My name is Chad Landman, and this is Season 5, Episode 4 of Ministry Bits. And this is a special episode where I talk with Robert Hatfield of the LightNetwork.tv. And uh, he runs a podcast, a podcast network full of Christian and ministry-oriented podcasts. And, of course, you can find that at thelightnetwork.tv. And um, i got to tell you, if you're not subscribed to some of those podcasts, you are missing out. And the show that Robert was so gracious to invite me on was called Preachers in Training. And I believe for the last four years, probably three to four years, he has invited me on there to do the holiday gift guide. And it's a lot of little um, fairly inexpensive preacher-centric, uh, ministry-centric gifts, but they're applicable to all um, shapes and sizes of, of different professions, and they're universal in their approach, and there's some cool little gadgets in there. We'll have the Amazon um, list in the show notes, and you can go check that out. Hopefully, you'll get something out of this episode. And again, this is a recording that Robert has allowed me to share uh, that he posted on um, the Light Network on Preachers in Training. And so we're just going to drop that recording in here. So I hope that you enjoy, and we'll see you again next week. Hello and welcome to Preachers in Training. My name is Robert Hatfield, and this is the podcast where we talk about all things preaching and ministry. I look forward to this time of year every year because we deviate ever so slightly from our typical format to uh, bring you something that's uh, a little bit different. <laughs> and uh, this this is the Holiday Gift Guide episode of Preachers in Training. I always look forward to it. And here to help us, it is an annual tradition, Chad Landman. He's the host of the uh, Ministry Bits podcast, and you can find all things internet-related and ministry-related on his website, chadl.co. Is that still the best place to go? Welcome, Chad, by the way. Welcome yes, sir. Back. That is the best place to go, and thank you so very much for having me uh, on the show again. I I was secretly hoping every year about this time that you ask, and you keep asking, and I... You know, it's we've done, I, I meant Thank to go, so much. I meant to go back and look, but I think we've, I mean, it's almost every year we may have missed one or two. I think this is like year four, maybe. See, this is good. Yeah. I yeah. like this. You we, don't we, stop a good thing, Robert. You no, don't stop it. You can't. You can't do it. <laughs> so, uh, Chad keeps his finger on the pulse of things tech related. He is, so to speak, a tech enthusiast. That may be putting it mildly. And, uh, what, what I, what I love about what you do, Chad, and you do this on the Ministry Bits podcast, and you do this in, in blogs and other things you create from time to time, is you really emphasize how these things can be utilized as tools in a ministry context. Uh, you kind of seem somewhat passionate about that. Is that true? Absolutely true. I, I think that, you know, in this age of technology and the way that we're using technology, especially this year, um, mm-hmm. I think that it is incredibly valuable that we learn to use these tools um, for the glory of God and for the glory of his church. And I think that that is the absolute best uh, use of this technology. I think if, if the apostle Paul um, would have had this technology at his disposal, he'd have used it the same way to reach people for Christ. I, I know that he would have. Oh, no doubt. And so yeah, that's, that's my passion. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we appreciate that. And I'm uh, looking forward to your recommendations. You have a list of about 11 or 12 things that uh, some ministers may be interested in maybe adding that on the wish list or uh, you know you, you can you can gift this to yourself to you from you that's okay too 
I have been told that I cost people a lot of money sometimes. So I apologize, but I don't really apologize. You know what I mean? This is the episode our wives rolled their eyes about. Is that what you're saying? I think so. I gave a, I gave a tech talk at, um, Fried Harmon last year. Yeah. And, uh, I had so many com- people message me with comments and things afterwards saying, man, that's some great stuff, but you cost me a lot of money that day. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I love about the list that you have for us today is it kind of runs the gambit. We, we've got some things that are on the, the pricey end, but we also have some things that aren't going to break the bank by any means. And, uh, some of these are higher tech and some of them are lower tech as well. And so I, I always look forward to that. Uh, shall we dive right into this week's, uh, yeah, to this year's yeah. holiday gift guide? Yeah, let's go. Let's dive right in. Okay. Where do we begin today? Well, I would like to begin with something that I got yesterday, uh, oh, believe it or not. So I don't here. have a whole lot of experience with it, but I can already tell you that it is a neat, uh, fairly inexpensive little piece of tech. And that is the HomePod Mini. Oh, okay. Apple's HomePod Mini. Right. And mm-hmm. it is, uh, it is not, if it, I'm sure Robert will put a list, um, a link to our Amazon list that I put up, the 2020 yes. gift guide. Mm-hmm. Uh, this will not be on there because Amazon does not sell these, um, because I believe probably because they're in direct competition with Amazon's little smart speakers. But <laughs> I'm not a real big fan of smart speakers in general. So don't take it, take it that way necessarily. And I'm really, I mean, I don't use Siri all that much except to, you know, talk text and things like that. But I found that this is the best sounding small speaker that I have ever used. Hmm. Um, we actually have it. I'm, I'm actually contemplating getting another one for my office here, but we have this in our home and uh, we were able to hook it to our Apple TV as far as like wirelessly. Yeah. And the clarity on, you know, television shows or the clarity with music and stuff like that, even at really high volumes hmm. uh, is wonderful. Uh, you see right there on the screen, you can use your iPhone. If you're an iPhone person, you can use it to basically just tap on it and whatever music, podcast, whatever you're playing, it will just in a few seconds take over that on the HomePod mini with just a tap. You don't have oh, to that's push anything. You don't have to do, I mean, it's, it works really, really well. Um, mm. And, you know, you wouldn't think that with, with some of the HomePod branded uh, stuff because the original HomePod came out several years ago. It was not inexpensive. Um, it was it was a whole lot bigger, mm-hmm. uh, and it had a whole lot fuller sound. But again, ninety nine bucks for this thing is hard to beat, yeah. and um, it's really nice, really small. It could fit on your desk uh, really well. And if you listen to, you know, I, li- I like to listen to instrumental music when I'm writing a sermon or writing a class mm. or doing a presentation or working on some church graphics or something like that. I like to listen to instrumental music, so it sounds really great. I also love to listen to podcasts, and I know a lot of ministers out there are increasingly listening to more podcasts. Hopefully they're listening to ones on the light network, you know, I heard that. and, um, <laughs> and so you're going to get, I mean, really fantastic sound. I mean, I cannot um, overemphasize how good the sound is versus, and I have a Google home mini sitting right here on my desk. Hmm. It doesn't, it doesn't sound half as good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it sounds twice as good as that rather. Yeah. And so, yeah, I highly recommend the home pod mini 99 bucks. Wireless speakers have really come a long way uh, in really the, just have. the last few years, haven't they? They really have. Mm-hmm. And again, if you want a smart assistant, this one's probably not the one to get because um, you know Siri's you know it's it's limited compared to the Amazon and Google devices. But um, those are also a whole lot cheaper, and you can just put those everywhere. But if you want really good sound, um, you get this thing. It's really nice. 
Gotcha. Okay, very good. First up is the HomePod, $99. And, and yeah, we're going to put the link in the show notes to that. And uh, you, you have just so wonderfully provided an Amazon list you can just go in and add them all to the cart yeah <laughs> it's just to, right there just add them all to the cart and uh i meant to go in weep. i meant to total them all up and see like what is the what is the total of the chad landman 2020 holiday gift guide i haven't done that yet i might do that it's not too i wouldn't i wouldn't think it'd be more in fact i think it's probably under a thousand for every, wow, if you put everything see? in the cart, it might be under a thousand dollars. That's all you got to do. Okay, maybe, maybe so. There you go. So uh, next up on the list, we're uh, we're sort of sticking with the audio theme there for a second, right? Yeah, and this is, and I'm sure that a lot of ministers already know what these are, but just the regular Apple AirPods. Mm. Um, they're they're going sale from time to time. I've got the ones pulled up on uh, Amazon here that are 128 bucks. Normally they uh, retail for 159, but if you um you can get a deal on these for sure. I know Best Buy uh, had a sale on them for ninety nine bucks, mm. um, and I'm telling you, if you do any, if you do as much talking on the phone with members these days as I do, oh, um, then these things are just invaluable. Um, they weigh next to nothing. If you if you can wear the regular Apple earbuds, uh, the wired ones that come with your phone then you can absolutely wear these. If these, if those fit, these will fit as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's, it's, they're fantastic. These are already on a lot of people's lists. I know. Um, in fact, I gave some people at, um, some people here at Grammy are some advice on, on those and picking out the ones AirPods pros sound really great, but they're also a little bit, a tad more expensive, mm-hmm. but these are, these are the best wireless headphones um, on the market in my opinion right now. And I mean, they're so small. Uh, Robert, do you have any of these or I, I actually, I'm, I've, I got mine here. I knew you were going to mention it. Check out my little case. It looks like an original oh, Mac. Isn't that fun? That's great. <laughs> and even with the case on them they're I mean, oh, they're still they're, super they're still small. tiny. Yeah. It's still pretty small, but uh, yeah, I use these for everything. And, and these are just, these are not the pros. The pros are more like uh, sound canceling, so to speak. Right. right? I've got the pros but, here and yeah? I prefer the pros because I can, and they stay in, they're in ear. Okay. And it yeah. took me a little bit to get used to them. Let me mm-hmm. see if I get on my camera here. There you go. It took me a little bit to get used to those. And um, they got a little bit different design on them and they got a, but, mm-hmm. and they're again, a little bit more expensive, but at the same time, uh, the regular pros, I mean, my wife has regular pros, she, our regular AirPods and AirPods. she loves them. Yeah. And, I mean, they're fantastic for taking calls, uh, listening to stuff. I oh, mean, yeah. I, I cut the grass in these. <laughs> I oh, wear yeah, these yeah. cutting the grass. I mean, and even these, even though they're not, the, as you say, they're not the in-ear ones. Uh, they're just the regular ones. But, you know, I can turn it up loud enough to where it, it drowns out the noise behind me. Right. Yeah. And it is, uh, I mean, just fantastic. And I will say, you know, Apple makes a lot of stuff that I like, and I am somewhat of an Apple fanboy. But, um the AirPods are both of them are just about the best Apple product I think I've ever used. Mm, that's a big really statement. Think. That's a big it statement. Is. Yeah. Other than you know, obviously the iPhone, but yeah. in the last ten years, I mean, that's the best Apple product I've ever used. Don't spend your money on the wireless case either. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just plug them in and save you know fifty bucks. I don't know why they charge way extra for that that wireless case, but if you just get the wired case, man, these these things are awesome. Sometimes that's a little confusing to people because they are they're wireless earbuds, 
Right. But you, you can charge them wirelessly is what you're getting at. And right. If you, you might as well just plug case. them in. Yeah. Yeah. You might as well just plug them They've got a lightning port on them anyway, yeah. uh, no matter which ones you get. And so you'll be able to charge them with the same charger that you charge your iPhone with. That's the thing. The lightning port's the same port on the bottom of any iPhone, right? Correct. So. Only the uh, only the iPads, the iPad Pros, and the MacBooks have moved to USB-C. Got it. Okay. Very good. So you got to check out the Apple AirPods. And uh, speaking of iPad, I think that's next on the list, right? And this is the iPad. And this is the iPad, uh, Robert, that, that a lot of people just really – I talk to people all the time. A lot of people just don't really know this one exists. Okay. Uh, Apple doesn't do a lot of promotion for this one. It's not the iPad Pro. Uh, but these are just the regular, old, unbranded, non-pro, old-style yeah. iPad. Now, this one came out, I believe – uh, this eighth generation model came out in, I think it was refreshed in March. So this is a fairly okay. powerful iPad. You can use the first generation Apple Pencil with it. It's got a 10.2 inch screen. It's got the fingerprint reader there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, it is a, this is to me, the iPad right here is the, this is the best deal in technology right mm-hmm. now. Uh, you can find some of these. Uh, in fact, I saw them at Sam's Club or Costco. I can't remember which one for two ninety nine. Oh Oh, wow. Um, so you can find a deal on these, and I'm sure there'll be Black Friday deals for some of that stuff coming up here in the next few weeks. But mm-hmm. uh, really fantastic. Um, just a piece of – you get iOS 14 on these. You get a full computing environment. You can – I bought one of these for my dad. Um, he, you can print from them. Uh, you can do any, almost anything that you would do with a computer. I mean – almost you can do with an iPad and and it's a fantastic computing device. Yeah. You know, I think most people could probably get by pretty easily with using an iPad. I know a lot of preachers that are kind of going iPad only. I know Mm -hmm. you you and I have entertained the notion in the past and Mm -hmm. there's still a few things, you know, on the more of the power end that may not be things everybody needs to do uh, in order to accomplish what they need to do on a weekly basis. But uh, yeah, the iPad are pretty good. This is the 10.2 inch size, right? And so, you know, they make the pros and the really big one and however big mm-hmm. that is now, 12 inches or whatever. But yeah, it's uh, 13, it's 12.9, so it's 13. Okay, and then they gotcha. have the 11-inch pro. And, uh, again, I have an 11-inch pro, and I and I absolutely love it. But yeah. I'm, I'm a power user. But if you just want something to send email on, to write sermons on, you can even buy a keyboard case. The keyboard case may be half as expensive <laughs> yeah. as the as the iPad itself at that price. Yeah. and uh, But you can get really great cases from Logitech um, to attach to that that are very cost effective. Mm -hmm. And um, man, these are just fantastic. I know we're not traveling a lot. I know we're not going to coffee shops and getting away from the office uh, necessarily a lot these days, but when we do get back to that, which I'm hopeful that we will next year, (laughs) um, having a portable device like this to take around with you anywhere to meetings or to preacher meetings or to um, any other speaking engagements, anything like that would be incredibly valuable. And you can do, um, any of that kind of stuff yeah. from the iPad. Even back and forth from the house to the office, honestly. I mean, if, if, you, if you do any work early mornings at home or, or mm-hmm. late evenings at home, it's so nice. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. kind of finding for me personally, I, I kind of use my laptop sort of like a, a desktop these days. Mm-hmm. And it kind of stays on the desk in the office and the iPad goes back and forth with me everywhere. It's got the battery life pretty much sufficient to do what I need. The pencil makes it even better. That's uh, the kick. That's the real kicker is the battery life. The yeah. battery life on those is, is phenomenal. I mean, you're going to get 
all day battery life, you know, doing normally what you would on your computer, you're going to get 12 hours, 15 hours of battery life on these things. Yeah. And very, very good. I, I, I know what you mean by the, the, your laptop almost being a desktop. Yeah. I, I had to open my laptop for the first time in a long time just <laughs> to record this podcast because I don't have an independent webcam. It's uh, built into the yes. top of my, my computer here. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, I haven't seen this keyboard in forever. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, it's, it's like, wow. And it's because I take my iPad home every night. I don't take, if yeah. I, if I want to do any work at home, it's not going to be heavy stuff. It's going to be, you know, writing and researching and looking at different things and stuff like that. So it's yep. excellent for that. Uh, and if you, if you, if you need to read books, annotate, mm. highlight, oh, it's wonderful. Oh, the Apple pencil yeah. compared with that is, oh, is just absolutely wonderful. Highlighting stuff in books. Yeah. Um, I mean, just wonderful to be able to take notes on and some of the, New, uh, newer note taking apps, good notes. I love uh, mm-hmm. because it will transfer all your stuff to text. It'll make it searchable. Um, you can, it, it's just, I can't, I just can't say again, enough good stuff about it. If you're a minister, um, one, you could use an iPad by itself for pretty much everything that you want, yeah. but uh, man, yeah. what, a, what a great tool. So the model that you've uh, recommended in the Amazon list is the 32 gigabyte model. Um, and they've got a 32 and a 128, and obviously you're going to go up in price for the 128. Right. But uh, what, help people who are wondering, how much hard drive space do I really need on board something like this? Well, you need a lot less than you probably think, mm-hmm. um, because actually I just got me a new iPhone, one of the new iPhone 12s last week, and I actually downgraded my storage from 256 to 128. Did you and- really? Yeah, and I'm a power user, and I, I, you know, I download a ton of stuff and use my phone all day, every day, and I still only need 128. And so, main reason I put that 32 up there is because of the obviously the price. But then um, you get to the point where I mean, most people can really get by with 32. Yeah. The things that take up the most space on iPads are games, believe it or not, uh, and um, video. If you're doing anything with video, if you're editing video then those two things are going to take up the most space. But if you're not doing those things on the iPad, mm-hmm. then 32 gigs is going to be just enough for you. And that would be video that, that you, you have it locally downloaded. It's not like right. watching if it's on YouTube iCloud or something. Or something. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. If it's on iCloud, you're editing or something like that. You can, you can edit videos on an iPad on any iPad. Right. It doesn't have to be the pros. Um, and it can be done and it's, it can be done well. Should but, people uh, again, that, yeah, should, should people factor in like iCloud extra storage costs and that sort of thing? What What do you recommend as far as we're, we're doing less on the local hard drive, but we could argue maybe we're doing more in the cloud these days? So absolutely, you know, I would I would absolutely, you know, Apple gives you an extra. They go from five gigs to fifty gigs of storage space for a dollar a month. Yeah, it's not and bad. And so at that all. gives you fifty gigabytes of cloud storage on iCloud for a dollar a month, and that will. Include your photos. And for a long time, uh, I have not had to worry about my photos taking up space at all on anything because they are stored in the cloud and they're stored there automatically. And they're going to be there on every device automatically when I need them. And if if I have family members that I, (laughs) that I argue with sometimes who think, well, I don't want (laughs) to, I don't want to pay for storage when Google and, and Shutterfly and things like that give me that storage for free. And it's like, well, we saw a great example of that last week when Google Photos said, no, we're not going to do the free stuff anymore for you. Yeah. And uh, they're going to stop doing that next year. And so it's like, if you don't pay at least a little something, uh, you can pay a dollar again 
for 50 gigs of space per month. Mm-hmm. And it just goes up a little bit from there. I think you, for $3 a month, you get a, um, a terabyte mm. of, of storage. It's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah. So for a long time, my wife and I have just shared that space. So yeah, again, the actual space on your mobile device, like an iPad becomes less and less important when you have, um, when you pay just a couple of bucks a month for uh, extra storage. And iCloud seems pretty reliable these days. There was a period of time in the early days. It it might not have been so recommended, but especially for photos, they, they do it really well these days. They have, and it's gotten a lot quicker with some of the new operating system stuff. It used to be a little bit slower. It was still fairly reliable, but it was, but it was slower. Now it's you know, lightning fast at syncing documents and things like that. Notes mm-hmm. from your notes app, uh-huh. um, all sorts of different things. And um, yeah, it's gotten a lot more reliable. People have, or Apple has finally figured out that people are finally starting to trust them with that. Yeah. And I think they're kind of running with it. For me, uh, syncing photos and syncing notes make it worth probably more than the price that I pay. Absolutely. <laughs> for iCloud. It's really great stuff. My wife has over 40,000 photos. And so oh. um, we, we lost 12,000 photos one time oh, because no. she, she, we accidentally deleted something and that was before iCloud. So she has never, that is one bill every month that she has never said, you know, are we really going to be still paying for that? Uh, she <laughs> yeah. just, th- those are things that you don't want to lose. No, you're exactly right. Okay, so uh, th- we, we got off on iCloud because we were talking about iPads. And right. uh, now we're switching gears from an iPad to a different kind of pad. <laughs> right. Well, you know, and I think I've recommended these probably a few years in a row, but Field Notes notebooks, uh, you can get them in a v- wide variety of sizes. Uh, these are the regular three and a half by five and a half size. They're about index card, a little bit bigger than index mm-hmm. card size. It's a great size. Um, and it's pocketable. They're extremely durable. Um, I washed some in a pair of jeans one time and was still able to use the notebook. I mean, that's how durable they are. Uh, I have, um, I have way too many of these, but I just find it, uh, all this technology is really great, but I just find it really comforting and efficient for me to be able to write stuff down on a pen and paper sometimes. And we, I, I think this show, Robert has quite a few of those people that just enjoy writing stuff down on a pen and paper. Oh yeah. And um, I just write down my daily notes. I'll have one of these notebooks about every three months mm-hmm. and I'll just write down stuff that I need to remember stuff that I'm thinking about stuff. That's not going to go into an app or a to-do list or anything like that. Yeah. But it's just stuff that, um, that I need to remember for the future. And um, I really like these notebooks. There's not a whole lot else to say about them other than mm-hmm. they are um, fantastic little notebooks. They're good. They're come, they come in packs of three, right? Mm-hmm. And uh 48 page, books each and these are really good I, I like you have far too many of these i subs- i did the yearly subscription thing a few years ago and i didn't use all of them by any stretch within the year and so i just canceled the subscription and, and I, I still have these and i use right. them quite often now, maybe less today than i did at one point in time but uh, it's it's still really handy to have around and uh by the way if if you're you know wearing a suit coat or something like that even uh-huh. even a shirt pocket fits really nice in there too if you need to use them to take notes when you hear things around the church building on Sundays and things <laughs> it's really good and that is and that is really good and it doesn't it because well, I feel like when I pull my phone out there's a million things that I need to look at but when I write something, when I pull out one of these notebooks to write something down, it's very centrally focused. I write yeah. it down, I shut it, I put it away. And um, 
the other aspect of that is that I kind of write down, um, you know, what's been going on. I kind of keep a little bit of a, of a journal uh, going on in some of these things. And I think it's going to be just neat that none of that stuff is going to be stuck in an app that is inaccessible by my children um, mm. after I'm gone. I know that's a way down the road, hopefully, but when my children get a library, a minor library of, you know, a hundred of these little books that I wrote in for years and years. <laughs> right. I mean, that's going to be a treasure trove of, of knowledge yeah. and information, you know? Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. I've also found like if, if I'm, let's say I'm standing in the foyer and several people are coming up and, you know, somebody says, Hey, I'm having surgery on the 17th. And then somebody mm-hmm. else comes up and says, Hey, did you know so-and-so has tested positive for COVID 2020 or whatever? <laughs> and I, I'm trying to take notes of that. If I pull my phone out, it seems a little off-putting to people. Uh, it it's, does. it's almost like, oh, you know, I'm sorry. Do you? Is there something you need to do? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but if I pull out my notebook, people don't. It's it's different. Their reaction to it is different. So there you it, go. It Field really notes. is. It's it's a it's still we still have not gotten past that. You know, pulling out your phone. You know, because you're you're bored or pulling out your phone <laughs> to look right. at something and not paying attention to somebody else. This uh, conversation. Writing again. Me. I find writing something down. Uh, with a pen and paper helps me just remember uh, a whole lot better. Yeah. Um, when I type it into an app or or put it on a to do list or something in my in my computer, it just doesn't sit uh, nearly as as firmly in my brain. And um, mm-hmm. so I find and it's a good exercise I think to to write every day. Agreed. Uh, so twelve ninety five for the pack of three that uh, you've put on. The Amazon list. Right. And you can go to fieldnotesbrand.com and they have lots of other styles Mm -hmm. available. Uh, They have lots of other sizes available. Uh, Some of the limited edition ones, they sell out pretty quickly, but um, they've got a national parks series now that's just got beautiful covers on it. And you can go and you can get, uh, you're looking at the interior of the pages there, the, the dot graph, you can get lined, you can get all sorts of different things. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like dot graph a lot because I, I actually draw a lot in mine. I draw diagrams and different things and stuff in mine. Oh, nice. And so it helps for writing and diagramming at the same time. Yeah. Very cool. Fieldnotesbrand.com, or you can find it in the Amazon list there. All right. Those are uh, twelve ninety five. Okay. Uh, now we're headed to some more digital storage, right? Yes, sir. This is the um, SanDisk Ultra, and I've got the 32 gigabyte and this is a what's called a dual drive. Let me see if I can find it here. In this my, thing is pretty cool. This thing is really cool because if you have a MacBook or a, a, an iPad Pro and it's a newer one, you have a USB-C ports on yes. it. Oh, well, I'm so having annoying. to use – Yeah, it is. And it's <laughs> the, the world has just not caught up with USB-C quite yet. Yeah. And so these little – I think these are Nanda brand. I'm going to put them up to the camera here. But this is a little adapter that I end up using oh, all yes. the time. It's I have just, I have several of those. Right. And and they're just annoying to try to keep up with and there's no And they're, they're slower. And they're slower. Yeah. Exactly. They're not USB three, they're USB two. And so what I love about this little SanDisk, and I have it right here, is that you've got one side with a USB, regular USB A, yeah. and then the other side is a USB C. And you can actually, it's the same drive. It's not two different drives. It's the same drive. And you can plug them in to either port. And oh, so nice. I can transfer files from uh, my computer to the printer or to the 
Um, yeah, there's a nice little animation there. You can actually put, if you have USB-C on your Android phone or USB-C on your iPad, you can actually put them in those machines and then just transfer them to a, your PC, transfer them to your Mac. If your Mac has older ports on it, um, transfer cool. them to a PC in the office. I know uh, our PowerPoint computers in the church, I know that they are not updated very often. And so you're constantly need to do that. But mm-hmm. this is just a nice little way. I mean, 10 bucks for these and uh, you can get a 256 gigabyte, I think for like 30 bucks. And so wow. I keep, I keep some of those on there. Yeah. Yeah. Really nice little, little uh, drive, little real handy. So the one that you have, the 32 gigabyte, as you said, list price, by the way, 2199. But as of the date of this recording, 949 right. uh, on Amazon Prime, which is pretty interesting. And yeah, 256 gigs for $35. That's not bad yeah, at all. That's, I mean, you can't beat that. And you can throw you can throw all sorts of stuff on a USB drive like that. It's 256 gigs. Yeah. I mean, you get four of those and you get a terabyte of storage and they're tiny. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> all right. Very good stuff. Uh, so again, 32 gigs, uh, 949. Yeah. If you, if you've got a new computer, uh, you're probably feeling the angst of this, this new USB. Do you have the right port? And especially if you, like you say, you're going to like the PowerPoint computer, you still need one mm-hmm. thing. It's a whole deal. So. And nine times out of 10, the, the USB-C adapter you get to adapt it to a regular USB-C is not going to be as fast as the port can be. Um, especially if you go somewhere like Office Max or something and get one of those overpriced adapters there. And uh, so I would definitely look at something like this for um, for drive storage, yeah. for sure. It's way better if you have a device that actually has that port on it. It's just right. it work, it's going to work better that way. Right. Good stuff. Okay, uh, let's see what we're headed to next. We're going to tablet stands. Yeah, so this is a little um, tablet stand. It's a, It's made by a company named Humix. I don't, I've never heard of them before but you know Two how it X's, is on Amazon. that's exciting yeah <laughs> whatever that means <laughs> and um but this is this to me is the um i've went through quite a few tablet stands and um if you need something to prop up your tablet prop up a book th- i've actually used um, this to prop up books that are not too thick of books huh. um it is incredibly sturdy when you put it in a position it is staying there Hmm. Um, and it is, uh, it is pretty solid, uh, as it's all metal construction. Um, I can, I've put lots of different things on this and, um, it really works out. Plus it elevates. If you don't want to spend the money on a keyboard case for your iPad, mm-hmm. it really, if you wanted to work at your desk with a wireless keyboard with your iPad, this is the perfect stand, uh, to get for that because it's not going anywhere. And when you have to tap on the screen, uh, it's not going to wobble. It's got a really nice base with a couple little pads on it, so it doesn't. Uh, it's not bare metal contacting on your desk or anything like that. It's um, it's a really really sturdy stand. If you were thinking about maybe doing the iPad only route, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I think this would be probably a must have just to get it up a little bit. You know, that part of the reason why I like to use an external monitor. I know you mentioned you do the same things. You haven't opened your laptop in years, <laughs> but. Uh, to have the to have it up a little bit helps mm-hmm. just ergonomically, especially when you're putting hours in in front of a screen. Absolutely, like you can put this at any. Yeah, it's foldable. It's so it's compact. You can throw it in a bag. So it's not it's not it's heavy. It's good. Oh. It's nice and heavy, but um, you can fold it compact. But you can also um, adjust it to whatever angle viewing angle you want as well. And mm-hmm. you can't really do that with some of the keyboard cases that you get. Uh, they have one or two angles. 
and that might be it. But this one, you can put whatever angle you can put lower or higher as you want. There it is folded mm-hmm. up right there. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, it's actually a whole lot more compact than you would believe. Less than an eighth of an inch thick when it's folded and only 6.3 inches long. Yeah. It's a little bit smaller than you, than you think. Yeah. Um, wow. If mine wasn't at home, I use mine at home for my, me and my son doing remote learning stuff. And, mm-hmm. um, he uses it all the time and it's, it's that durable. It's, it's durable enough that a nine-year-old can, can use it. Okay. So. <laughs> nice. twenty one ninety nine on uh, Amazon, the Humix tablet stand. Uh, and they've got it. You could work for a phone as well. There's they're sort of brand. Yeah. You can put a, you can put a big phone stand. on there. If you have an iPhone plus or something and you want to put it on there, it's going to be slightly bigger than that phone, but yeah, mm-hmm. it'll, it'll absolutely work for any of that kind of stuff. All right. Good, good stuff. I love how how well rounded all this is, and I think the the next thing on your list, I was a little surprised to see, although I I shouldn't have been because I know you're kind of into the everyday carry kind of uh-huh. thing. So we've got sort of a life hack here for the next. Well, part. so this is a I love these things. I have bought probably three packs of these things, but these are just a little titanium quick release keyring, and um, I don't know about you, but I'm always finding that I need different keys for different parts of oh, like the building yes. and different things for that and. Sometimes I need to take a key off and let somebody use it. And I mean, all sorts of different stuff like that. And uh, this thing makes it for, for it saves your, it's a fingernail saver because <laughs> it will help you open. It's easy to open these uh, key rings up mm-hmm. and uh, get a key off of them quickly and put a key onto it quickly. And uh, I know you're saying what's well, made of titanium. How is that even possible? Well, it's, it's a whole lot more flexible uh, than you think. Huh. And, um, they just feel really good and, and I use them on all of my key sets and everything. And so if you've yeah. got keys that you need to keep up with, um, these are just uh nice little things. Not a whole lot more to say about it than that. I love it. Eight forty nine for a pack of two of these bad boys. Titanium quick release key rings. I like that. Okay. Very good. And uh next uh what what do we have next on the list here? Well, th- okay, so I've hesitated to put this one on there. Um, but I, I don't know about you, but I really like Bellroy's, um, Bellroy, Bellroy, the brand has been one of those ones that I always like looked at and said, Oh, those things would be nice to have. Yeah. And I never really bought any of it because it's, it's pretty high, you know, high rolling kind of stuff. Well, it's like leather goods, that kind of thing. Leather goods, um, decently expensive, you know, not, not too overpriced or anything like that, but they make really great iPhone cases. If you want a good leather iPhone case, I mean, don't buy apples, get a, get a leather branded one from Bellroy. They're, they're probably cheaper than Apple's case and they're better. Uh, but this was a wallet that I got as a, a gift from someone uh, about six months ago. Hmm. And I will tell you, it is not much bigger. I've got it right here. It's not much bigger than a credit card itself. Mm-hmm. And it folds out like this and you can probably see it on the Amazon thing as well, mm-hmm. but it gives you all sorts of, uh, little pockets and things like that to put your ID in. And it's just a simple little, and it's got a magnetic. Let me show you this right oh. here. It's just going. Oh, like that's that. nice. And very it's got satisfying. a nice little magnetic. Yes. Very satisfying. <laughs> um, ma- magnetic closure. And it is just a good minimal wallet. And I mm-hmm. see, I see guys with these huge wallets all the time. And um, just, uh, I just have four, four cards in here, plus my driver's license and a couple more cards. So about six yeah. or seven cards and okay. it fits it very comfortably. Nice. But, but it's just a little wallet. I thought I'd 
uh, if anybody's in the market for a new wallet and um, you seriously look at Bellroy's, they've got less expensive wallets that are more traditional that don't have magnets in them and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But man, I've just been really impressed with this wallet. I really love it. And um, it's got a really nice shape to it. It's not too big. And um, if you were looking for a new one, this would be one I intend to keep this for for years to come. Nice. Uh, are are you are you doing the like you know you you put it into Apple Pay and and leave the credit card at the house or under lock and key somewhere else or are Sometimes, you a keep the card on you kind of person? I'm I'm a keep the card on you kind of guy because um, living in a smaller town like Columbia, not everywhere takes Apple Pay. Although yeah. everything is getting better, it seems by the day. Uh, think places that I'm going will take it. Um, but Apple pay is just fantastically, it's it's too um, easy. (laughs) It's too, it's too easy for one. And it's like, when you put your phone up to something and, and you pay for it, you're like, you feel like, well, I didn't actually pay for that, but, but you actually did. And so, and you know, Apple pay anywhere you can use it, uh, as a contactless way of payment, um, these days is, I mean, Mm -hmm. ever more important, I think. I'm just thinking, uh, you know, you could, so you could use that space then for, I don't know, business cards. I I still kind of utilize business cards in the community. We don't so much with with networking and stuff among ministers these days, but in the community, I find that kind of thing to be beneficial. Or Robert, you could use it for the all important Kroger card. Uh, What else? But you are correct. You are correct. I have business cards as well in here, and uh, it's really valuable to be able to pull out a few of those every now and then and just hand them out. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that could absolutely work. And it's it's a pretty rigid wallet too. It's not going to bend a whole lot. Okay. So that's always really good, especially if you got cards in it. It's um it's pretty pretty nice, and it's again very small. Nice. Okay. Up next on the list, uh, you got a a power brick for yeah. like an iPhone or something, right? Right. So this is not, I meant to, I had it here sitting here somewhere, but this is, oh, here we go. This is the smallest, and I've got it right here. This uh-huh. is the smallest 20 watt power brick that you can buy right now. Now tell us why 20 watts is uh, important, significant. So 20 watts is going to be important, and this has a USB-C connector on it. And uh, I've got a USB-C that all, if you get a new iPhone or if you get uh, AirPods or anything like that, they're going to come with the cable that you need. But the new iPhones are not going to come with the charging brick that you need. And odds are you have one of the, a couple of these charging bricks around, Mm -hmm. but they only charge your phone at five watts and 20 watts. And this is a, it's called the PowerPort 3 Nano. um, This will charge your iPhone at 20 watts. Um, provided you have a regular iPhone or an iPhone pro uh, the, the max, the, Mm -hmm. the plus versions uh, it will charge them at the full 20 watts, which means you will get a much faster charge than charging with something like just a five watt charger. And so uh, this is a, I can charge um, my iPads with this. I can charge my iPad mini, my iPad pro with this. Mm-hmm. Um, I can charge any of the, in the iPhones that I've had, including my new uh, iPhone mini that I got. Uh, now the iPhone mini is the only exception. It only charges at, um, 12 watts through this because that's the max it can charge, but it still mm-hmm. charges a whole lot more than the five watts. So it's going to give me a faster charge and it's going to be as small as the regular little Apple five watt charger. Mm-hmm. And so very, very good smallest 20 watt charger you can get on the market right now. So most devices these days, even if you plug it into to the little brick that, that can do more, the device can pretty well regulate 
right? Uh, it, right. You're, you're not going to surge the power or anything in the charging right. the battery or anything like that. It just means it'll <laughs> charge faster. But so Apple, and, and that's the latest iPhone release, which I guess is iPhone 12. Uh-huh. Because of their, you know, green initiatives and environmental stuff, they're saying we're not going to ship the little bricks anymore. We'll give you the cable and the phone, but not the adapter that plugs it into the wall. So right. you're saying this would be a good substitute for that, and it's even better than what they would what they previously shipped with because it's 20 watts instead of the five, right? Absolutely, and it's and it's going to be a lot better. Um, and you know, Apple threw that line out there about their green initiative yeah, right. and stuff like that, and. I mean that's all great, but the the truth about it is is they're gonna they're gonna make more money by not putting the chargers in the in the box. They're gonna sell them you. separately, right? They're gonna sell them separately, and um, but the odds are is that you have a bunch of these laying around. Mm-hmm. But this anchor charger, again, if you need to replace it with your um, USB C brick, mm-hmm. uh, is going to charge uh, a myriad of different things. Um, it will charge pretty much anything USB C that you have, other than a big MacBook. Um, but it'll charge it at 20 watts. In fact, I've seen videos where this one will charge a 13-inch uh, MacBook Air. Oh, wow. Um, and I think that that is um, kind of crazy that it would charge a MacBook Air, um, <laughs> but it'll charge it at 20 watts, and yeah. it's uh, it's amazing. It'll charge it very slow, but it'll charge it at 20 watts. Yeah. Should people be concerned about not using the, the power brick or, or the cable or whatever that came in the box. I mean, I know some people are kind of finicky about that. Is there any, No, I don't think you should be overly concerned. However, you should be concerned, um, getting the, you know, the, the $2 99 cent cable at the gas station. Yeah. Um, don't, don't use those. Don't use unbranded cables because they're not, um, they're not very safe from a fire perspective. Uh, they're Mm -hmm. not very safe for your device because they can't necessarily regulate, uh, the flow of electricity, but any of the brands, you know, Anchor has pretty cheap USB-C cables mm-hmm. um, out Trusted there brand. that you can get. Um, and any of the, you know, any of the, obviously the Apple branded ones that come with your device, uh, they're going to be just fine, but just don't, you know, don't get like an unbranded cable necessarily. So this thing is uh 1.18 inches. <laughs> By 1.10 inches by 1.10 inches. Yeah. Uh, you know, small. Here's the iPhone mini compared to wait that. Wait a minute. Let me get you back up there. Let's check that out. Wow. So See, the-, the, the list price on Amazon, $16.99. But there's a lot going on in that little brick. Maybe yes. more than meets the eye. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. $16.99 for the Anchor Nano iPhone Charger 12 Watt. And uh, that's just a handy thing to have around anyway. It really is. Good travel charger. If you just take that and you have an iPad, you can charge both of them at the same time with that. You don't have to take a hub or anything. Yeah. All right. Love it. All right. This is good stuff. Uh, I'm enjoying this thoroughly. I don't know. Other people may not geek out as much as I do about this. <laughs> this I don't think you're alone. I think people no. will really enjoy this. Yeah, I, I, I agree fully. Uh, so I, I, this is another thing. Again, on the everyday carry line, I expect some kind of bag, tote, something recommendation. And uh, 2020 gift guide did not fail us on that either. <laughs> and it did not. This is the Topo Designs. It's called the Micro Accessory Bag. And okay. um, it's just a neat little um, Kodura. It's got Kodura fabric on it. Uh, style bag. It's got a YKK zipper on it. It's incredibly durable, waterproof. 
these things are about as big as, as actually about a, a field notes notebook. So about oh, okay. uh, three, three and a half inches by five and a half inches. They're not big, but you can get them in bigger sizes. And so you you see the bigger sizes there on Amazon. So you can pay a little bit more money and get a bigger size. But mm-hmm. I love these little bags because they just have, uh, they're just an open bag, an open space to where you can just throw stuff in it. Yeah. Um, if you want to throw your keys and your wallet in it, you can do that. If you wanted to throw the the little anchor charger in there and a cable and then maybe a USB drive in there, you can throw that in there. If you wanted to throw uh, a knife and maybe some of these, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at the stuff that I've got right here, but throwing some of these, how many of us have Apple adapters? I mean, oh, just throwing right. a couple of Apple adapters in there. Um, and it just, it just works and they're just, um, nice little bags and you can use them for multiple purposes. All right. Very good. So, uh, topo, you say topo designs, mm-hmm. uh, yep. micro accessory bag, $15 on Amazon and you got to have something to put in it. So, uh, why not a zip blade? <laughs> well, this is, and this is one of those things that, that I bought and, um, or rather asked for, for, I think I got it for a stocking stuffer at Christmas last year. And I thought, well, you know, I'll never use that a whole lot. I can tell you right now, as many, I did not foresee how many Amazon packages that I would get in 2020. Are you with me? <laughs> yes. Yes. Because I was like, no, I'm going to not order as much as I did this year. And then, you know, and, coronavirus yeah, happened. And then, and then everything came in a box. And to me, these things, this is just a... It's the perfect little thing for opening boxes. It's mm-hmm. the perfect thing for for making those tiny little cuts that you need to make sometimes, uh, cutting string, cutting different things. Um, I found it, you know, when I have a weary, uh, an, an ornery string coming off my sleeve of my suit on Sunday yes, morning, this yes. thing just, you know, right off of there. Nice. And it's got this funky kind of key, um, key ring thing that you can attach it to a key ring. I've actually got it attached to one of these. Um, I don't have it on me right now but I've got it attached to one of these little things like this that hooks to your belt. Oh, okay. Um, so I've got that hooked to my keys, but it keeps your keys uh, and your things um, hovering. I don't know if these are on Amazon. This is the key smart um, kind of thing that you can put in your pocket, just put on the top edge of your pocket, but I've got it on one of those mm-hmm. and um, it just works out really fantastically when I need to just make a little cut on something. Very nice. So uh, you can get that for uh, $17.18 on Amazon, the Gerber GDC Zip Blade. That's nice. It's it's real, what, six inches six inches long, something like oh, that? Oh, yeah. it's the, the whole thing is six inches long. The blade itself is not more than, you know, half an inch. I mean, it's very, very uh, short, and it does exactly what, what you need it to do. It's incredibly sharp too so make, don't make the same mistake i did when you, <laughs> yikes okay and uh the other thing you just mentioned the key smart thing i'm gonna look that up too just yeah just so because I to, see i told you there'd be more stuff yeah that, you did i was gonna cost you, people you more money that. so it's like a little key smart belt clip and i mean yeah. these things are super tiny so but it just my keys hang in my pocket like that and uh keeps them from jumbling down at the bottom of my pocket and yeah. um you can put anything on them you can put a knife on them you can put whatever attaches to a key ring on it i love it okay very good uh so let me look and see where we are now oh uh, now we're getting hyper practical here we got to put some collar stays on the list i like these i've got some that's right and this is this is the last thing i got on my list you may have some other stuff but this is a, and I don't know the brand name necessarily, but Joe Vivi maybe, <laughs> but it's a, it's stainless steel collar stays. 
and and how many times have you needed it's a great college days on Sunday mornings? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, these are fantastic. You can get the size that you want. I actually, I have on these the size that I need for the shirts that I wear. And uh, so they're a little bit shorter, but you made like a little bit longer one. So you can get mm-hmm. different lengths of these. But man, these things are so durable. They don't bend like plastic stainless ones. Stainless steel. <laughs> they're, I mean, they're sta- it's amazing. And you probably don't want to, you want to make sure these are out before you put them in the dryer because sure. you don't want them getting uh, started, uh, stuck in the dryer or anything like that. But uh, I have forgotten plenty of these and they have always been fine. But yeah, man, this is one of the best. Uh, other than than you know getting something getting a new pair of a good new pair of shoes for Sunday morning, this has been the best kind of accessory that I've bought for you know dress clothes yeah. in a long time. Thirteen ninety nine, you get thirty six of these. Yeah, of course you won't have to buy any more for a while. Of course, you'll need a pair to uh, <laughs> to make it work. But yeah, I mean thirty six. That's pretty amazing. I love it. Chad Barry Thrombay told ahead. me about those. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just saying Chad Landman comes through again. So you were giving credit to uh, Barry Thrombay. I'm giving I'm giving credit to Barry Thrombay. He he told me about that years ago. He said get you a, get you some steel stainless steel collar stays, and I thought mm-hmm. he was crazy. And um, <laughs> sure enough, I got some, and I said, "Man, I'm a believer." Yeah. Absolutely. I, I've got this little this tiny little bucket that hangs in my closet, and I've I've got my stainless steel collar stays in, <laughs> inside of that. Uh, so I just, you know, I pull them out, take them out when I need to pull them back in, you know, I may be late on the party to that. There may be a bunch of guys watching right now going, well, Dutch, I've known about this for a while, but then there may be that one guy that's like stainless steel. That's what it's all about. Wow. That's why we're here for that that one person. (laughs) We're here for that, man. That's That's what we're doing. Making the world better. One person at a time. One person at a time. We have the complete list on uh, Amazon of the things that have been mentioned, and we'll put a link to those in our show notes as well. Just go down through there. Click add, 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 add to cart. You know, that'll be fine. Uh, we but, don't get any. We're not. I'm not doing an Amazon affiliate on this or anything. Like yeah, that. that's it's, right. It's none of that stuff. We don't get any money from it. It's just good old fashioned recommendations. Just, here. just good stuff. And uh, you want to take advantage of that. I'll also have a link to the Apple HomePod Mini in the show notes as well. TheLightNetwork.tv. Just look for uh, Preachers in Training Season Twelve, Episode Twelve. I think is where you want to go for that. And that leads me to the weekly plug. If you enjoy the podcast. Most often, we're talking about issues or concepts related to preaching and ministry. Sometimes we talk about tools related to preaching and ministry. And uh, all the time, we talk about things that you want to talk about because the majority of these episodes are driven by your listener request. And so you can send me an email, preachers at thelightnetwork.tv, to weigh in for what you would like us to talk about or see the Facebook group. Preachers in Training, it's a closed group. If you ask to be let in, we'll be happy to let you in there. That is not the place to uh, promote your church's live stream or, you know, the next gospel meeting that you're having. That's the place to have conversations about preaching and ministry. And we, uh, we're very strict about that rule because we like to keep it a safe space. <laughs> so go and check that out. And, uh, we, we very much benefit from the discussion that, uh, ensues there. Brand new episodes of Preachers in Training release every Thursday from thelightnetwork.tv or wherever you get your podcast. Click the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And uh, yeah, we're doing this in a video format these days as well. Go to YouTube and uh, find the Light Network's channel or just search for Preachers in Training and uh, you'll be able to find the videos that we have up there. I think pretty much every 
episode this season. In season 12, we've, we've done in a video format, and so that's been really exciting as well. Uh, you've got to check out chadl.co if, you've got, uh, um, if you're wanting to check out some more stuff about what Chad does. He blogs periodically there, but you can also find the Ministry Bits podcast, information about digital parenting, uh, on and on and on. Hey, the sub $100 computer for your church. The most Just posted that today, Robert. Yeah, there was a new that episode out. of Ministry Bits posting today. All right. There it is. So, uh, yeah, you, you need to go check that out. Uh, talking about the Raspberry Pi. Hey, that's a fun thing. <laughs> yeah, it's real fun. Almost had one on the list, and then I was like, well, I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, so it goes deeper on Ministry Bits, and you got to check that out. Uh, can it, where do, where do they get Ministry Bits? Anywhere, everywhere. Ministry Bits is available uh, pretty much anywhere your regular podcasts are sold, and um, you can find them on <laughs> Apple Podcast, Overcast, uh, anywhere that you can you can search for it. You should be able to find it. And yeah. so, if you can't find it there, you can go directly to chadl.co/mbits, and um, all the episodes are there. We've got sixty plus back episodes of wow. that. Yeah, and um, we just started doing the season format because that's a little bit more flexible for me taking some breaks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so we're that's in exactly five, why we know. started doing it. <laughs> there you go. It's for the, it's all there about the breaks. <laughs> it is. It really is. I, I really applaud these people, like um, like the Mac Power users that have not missed a week in like ten years. Ten I'm years. Like, I yeah, can't ten, do that. Yeah, I I've, can't do that. Yeah. Well, anyway. We have kids at home. <laughs> you know, exactly. Like they're, they're, they don't have children. They don't have small kids. We have small kids. That's exactly right. Oh, Chad Lamb and I always look forward to this. Uh, we got to make it more uh, often than just once a year, but a holiday gift kind in July may not make a lot of sense. I don't know. But uh, we, we appreciate all that you do. gift guide. That's oh, what we should have done. You're exactly right. Yeah. Probably should have done that. But, and, yeah, it's always a pleasure, Robert. Thank you so yeah. much for asking me again. Well, and uh, we appreciate all you do. And if you're ever in Columbia, Tennessee, and uh, it's not COVID time, and you know you're traveling again, and all of that, <laughs> check out the the Gramier Congregation. I'm sure you're familiar with them, and uh, Andrew Phillips and Chad and the whole gang over there, the ministry team, and and the great church there. I know you want to check them out as well. Hey, and one and one thing, uh, Robert, if I could make a plug for something we're putting on, by I know all means. It's, I know it's not you know not plugging our live stream or anything, but uh, we've got a preaching workshop that we do. Uh, every last week of February, yeah. our, uh, Andrew Phillips, our preaching minister here puts that on and, um, we would love for anybody in the area. It's a one day workshop from 8am to about uh, 3pm, 4pm in the afternoon. Uh, we had Ralph Gilmore, uh, here last year. We usually have four guest speakers, uh, from various different places around and talking about one particular subject. And this year we're talking about preaching the Psalms. Oh, and nice. so that's going to be the last Monday in February. Okay. So it costs 10 bucks. Can't beat it. And wow. it is wonderful. Where can people find more info? Is that on the website? Anything like yeah, that? Yeah. So you can go to, um, you should be able to go to graymere.com slash preaching workshop for okay. that. And we've got a podcast as well on there and you should, you can find the, the previous uh, ones from last year and listen to those as well. Oh, very cool. All right. Nice. Graymere.com slash preaching workshop we'll put a link to that in our show notes as well looks like first corinthians was uh 2020 right yeah it was fantastic and that was right before all this yeah uh, corona stuff hit and we 
We, we we were so ignorant. We didn't even know what coronavirus was back on February 24th. And then those were the days. March 24th was a different story. So <laughs> you're exactly right. <laughs> well, I think that uh, the the uh, some of these items, in fact, all these items in the 2020 holiday gift guide, not only will ease the pains of 2020, perhaps, as you hold these wonderful things in your hands, but can also make for a bright 2021, the Lord willing, as you utilize these tools for your ministry. So <laughs> preach, brother. Uh, That's going to do it for this edition of Preachers in Training. Thanks so much for being with us. We'll see you next Thursday. But until then, I'm Robert Hatfield. Let's go preach the word.